What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And I am still a hot, sweaty mess from my training session. It is already full swing, feeling like the middle of summer in Florida. But I was going to wait till tomorrow morning to, to record, and I just felt like I was, honestly, I got done with my check-ins a little bit early today and was like, you know what? I got time. I'm going to get on the podcast tonight. Because uh, I had a couple of things I want to talk about, and it's mostly going to be about training tonight. But just kind of have a couple of thoughts, too, that I want to kind of put out there. And I want to start by talking to you guys out there. What up, Corey, about um, a little bit about the Open. So if you guys competed in the Open this year, um, whether it was, you know, with the goal of pursuing quarterfinals, semifinals, or games, or if you guys were just doing the Open for the fun of it, I wanted to kind of give you guys a couple of things to think about. Because I know that for me, for so many years, the Open has been like a defining moment in my fitness. It's like it's kind of like a measure of well, how are we improving and stuff like that? And I'm going to be honest, I don't really think that the open is any longer a great test of your overall fitness. And I think that CrossFit is a great way to develop fitness in so many different things, but I don't think that the open is any more, is, is a good way for people to gauge their progress. And if this is you out there, maybe you're looking at the leaderboard and you're like, God, I suck this year. Um, you know, like, I think that you guys should be kind of in a place of like accepting it and, and knowing kind of like where you are. Hey, Judy. Um, but not really getting so hung up on that because honestly it was only three workouts. And if you think about how many workouts they put in the CrossFit games to test for the fittest, I mean, there's like 13 to 15 tests. Why? Because fitness has so many different things to test. And, and with, the open, you guys are missing so many things. Yeah, there were shuttle runs, but it's not so different. Um, there was burpee pulls. That's not the same thing as a pull-up. And he flat out says that in one of his own podcasts. Um, and there's just so many missing things that, you know, I want you guys to realize that it's a great way to kind of take a look at things and have some fun. But honestly, don't hang up all of your fitness and that there's a lot of things that weren't tested that you probably are doing great at. So, you know, use it as a benchmark and, you know, obviously have some fun. Um, I happen to be drinking coffee, so it counts for coffee sure. Dude, if I drink coffee this late at night, I would totally not be able to sleep tonight. So um, honestly, I'm worried I'm not going to sleep tonight because I have a lot of energy and that's never a good thing at 5.30 p.m. It's usually meaning I'm I'm just jacked up for my workout, which was pretty tough today. Um, but anyways, hopefully, Corey, you're on the way to the gym if you're drink, sipping on some uh, pre-workout. So this is the first thing I want to start talking about is a little bit about the Open. I want you guys to like obviously have some fun with it, enjoy it. And if you are moving on to quarterfinals, congratulations. Um Looking forward to seeing what those workouts are going to be this week. But today's episode is honestly going to be talking more about training in general, um, whether you do CrossFit or you don't do CrossFit, just some things to consider in terms of training volume, how much you should be training. Um, are you training enough? Are you training too much? And a little bit more about that kind of stuff for you guys to kind of think about today versus nutrition. So first off, let's kind of talk about some of the different training modalities out there. So there's a difference between a sport specific training program and a, I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. And then I want to also see aesthetic changes. There's definitely a difference in all the three. It doesn't mean you can't get some of the other effects with that, right? So CrossFit's a perfect example. CrossFit is a skill fitness-based program. We're looking to see higher skills, higher fitness, you know, better strength and all that. But our aesthetics become a side effect of the hard work that we're putting in. So if you're someone that values how much you can lift in the gym, how fast you can run, how many pull-ups you can do. CrossFit is a great way for you to have a fitness program that feels fun and exciting. And you get the aesthetic focus or the aesthetic benefits of that. 
On the opposite end of the thing on, on the spectrum, if you are in the bodybuilding community, maybe you don't really care so much about how fast you can run or how much weight you can lift. Your goal is really like pushing the muscles to failure and really getting the aesthetic changes. And that's also going to give you the, the goals that you want, but you might get some carryover into getting stronger and getting fitter because those that, that type of intensity is going to require you to push yourself in the gym. You know, if you're in the endurance community, you know, you might see changes in your body composition because the type of training that you do is very aerobic base and it keeps you leaner. If you're in the Olympic lifting or the powerlifting community, well, maybe not so much powerlifting. Powerlifters don't always have the best body, although I've seen some pretty hot powerlifters. Um, but you guys are more focused on getting stronger, getting faster. And you guys get the side effect of obviously what your strength has, you know, pursued in terms of muscle building and stuff like that. So know that your training modality doesn't really matter as long as you know what the main focus of it is. And if you're not seeing the changes you want aesthetically, then you might have to change some things in your current program to help you do that kinds of stuff. So I love that, Corey. Uh, power building is awesome. And I also love that. In fact, Kenneth, my programming that I do for most of my clients is it's a blend of CrossFit with a more of a power building work look to it, or they focus mostly on the core lift, squat, press, deadlift. I do also include hip thrusts and I usually do bench press and strict press, but they don't really do a lot of uh, heavy snatches or clean and jerks. They might do hang cleans or power cleans in their workouts and they might do dumbbell snatches, but everything is mostly built on getting them fitter and stronger. Um, and obviously they get a good dose of CrossFit, but for the most part, they do a lot more intervals. So, all right, now let's talk a little bit about your training modalities. All right, so we've got our different training modalities. How often should you be training? And I'm going to start with CrossFit. CrossFit was designed to be, in the original days, a three-day on, one-day off trade protocol, which would lead it to be an effective program completed six days a week. Now, at that point, CrossFitters were only doing one workout a day, and sometimes that workout might be five minutes, obviously with a, a full class being a good warm-up, a skill, yada, yada, yada. So if you're training CrossFit and you're going to the general CrossFit class and that's all you're doing, I think that six days a week is the goal lead up for or the goal sweet spot for you to get the best results. Um, in the beginning, you might be committing to three days a week and then moving on from there. But I think that the program to be effective is best done once a day, six days a week. If you're doing double days, that's a different story. You probably shouldn't be doing it six days a week. You probably should be doing it four days a week because you're honestly getting those workouts in. So that's really, really important. And also looking at the volume of what you're doing within that hour. So if your hour is slammed with like, you're doing like, you know, you're going right from lift to Metcon to accessory, and you're really hitting everything with very little rest. First, if you are doing a warm up and some mobility and a little skill work, it's very different. So you have to look at what your actual program entails if it's just the CrossFit class and that's all you're doing, six days a week is the goal sweet spot for you. If you're doing strength and powerlifting as a sport, you are also probably on a training program that is likely four to six days a week because you are sport specific, likely about an hour a day with most of this being mostly primary strength focused. Now, if you have aesthetic goals, primarily you're trying to lose body fat I often will recommend for a lot of these clients that you might want to get in some lower intensity aerobic work. And if you're looking for overall heart health, you should probably be getting in some low intensity aerobic work as well. This could be as simple as walking or a little bit more moderate, like, uh, you know, obviously a light jog, some zone two work here and there. 
but your primary goal is honestly your, your focus on your competition. So it's really just getting that extra benefit from the overall health. Now, bodybuilding usually does have some form of cardio built into it. But once again, this is also likely going to be four to six days a week, depending on the length of your sessions. Uh, and obviously you're going to see that endurance or the cardio work built in there. Endurance training, probably the one that's going to be longer sessions. These people typically do train somewhere between like two and five hours a day. And the missing piece here is that a lot of these people do need to put a focus on a little bit more accessory strength work to ensure that they are staying healthy. So the biggest thing that I'm going to tell you there is with all of those programs, four to six days a week is likely going to be the sweet spot. If you are primary focus on strength um, and bodybuilding, I think that four days a week and then doing cardio on the other days is probably going to be the sweet spot. CrossFit, like I said, I think six days a week and then endurance training, that's going to be a, a mixture of, of your tolerance there. And that's something that honestly, everybody kind of, you know, you work up volume. And that was the other thing is that you have to realize that you might not be training the same times and the same volume year round. You might see seasons come in where you're like, you know what, it's, I'm going to take the next 12 weeks and kind of deload a little bit right now. A lot of people post open might be deloading a little bit and getting ready for a ramp up into the next year. So that's all fine. Whereas people going into quarterfinals and semifinals might be picking up the volume. That's part of you also letting your body kind of heal and rest and get the best benefits from your training. Now, how long should my training sessions be? I don't think the length of your training session really matters that much. What I think matters more is the intensity, the volume, and the quality of what you're doing in the gym. So if you're going to the gym and the whole time you're there, you're literally stopping for water in your CrossFit Metcons, you're you know walking away from things, you're never really getting yourself into that discomfortable spot. Um, you're probably not going to be getting the best benefits. So you want to make sure that you're picking up the intensity um, and the volume matters. So like if you're at the gym for an hour, but you're only doing 10 lifts, you know, then you're probably not getting a whole bunch of volume in. So, and the most important thing is you have to recognize that where you're at right now is going to dictate where you're going. So you should be honestly adapting to more volume. I can handle more volume now than I could have five years ago. And five years ago, I could handle more volume than I could five years before that. My body has built up a tolerance to things. And I think that everybody will get that tolerance. And that's how adaptations are made. But by taking periods throughout your year to um, do a little bit of deloading, it also helps you never max that out. Because at some point, there's a limit to how much you can actually push. And I'm probably close to being there at 37 years old. So you have to take time throughout the season to deload and then build back up that volume again. So... I will say this, if you are training less frequently in the gym in order to get the volume in for the work you need. So if you're doing less sessions per week, your sessions might need to be a little bit longer. So if your intensity training is 20 to 30 minutes of CrossFit five to six days a week, maybe you're doing it. Another person's doing, maybe they're only doing four days a week. They might have to do like a 90 minute session because they're tacking on some strength and stuff like that into those sessions. This is going to be for the getting you guys, guys, the best results. Um, and that's what I want to talk about next. What is the overall goal? If you have specific goals in terms of body fat loss, aesthetics and stuff like that, that's when you might want to be picking up volume. If your goal is, Hey, I work out to stay where I'm at and I'm, and I'm honestly liking the way that I look and feel, I just want to, you know, know that I'm doing the right thing. I think the most important thing is what are you going to be most consistent with? And if you kind of find yourself in a place of complacency, you might want to take, take some time and actually add some more volume. And, but for the most part, if your goal is just maintenance, 
then I don't think you have to really be pushing harder than you honestly feel comfortable with. If you're looking to take it to the next step, looking at your training and figuring out, all right, where are my missing pieces, which is what I'm going to go into next. What about cardio? Okay. So if you are a CrossFitter, um, if your gym is not biased towards one direction, or the other, you are hopefully getting a couple of longer days a week, um, a couple of shorter days a week, and then mostly moderate sessions. You are also likely getting some strength building in. Um, but if you're not doing a CrossFit focused uh, program, which has some cardio or an endurance focused program, you should be getting in some cardio throughout the week. And that's why I mentioned it might be some walking and steps. It could be some like jogging your zone to work, but you should make sure that you're getting in a couple of sessions of that cardio a week. If your goal is um, fat loss and you are doing primarily a strength focused program, I would start with two to three days of cardio and you could always work up to that. And they can be tacked on to your strength workout for 20 to 30 minutes, or you can choose one of your rest days and get it in then. And the most important thing with all of this, guys, is recognizing that you have to be following a program that actually fires you up to go and do. We're not always going to be motivated. We're not always going to feel good. But whatever training program you choose, it doesn't really matter as long as you're choosing something that hopefully does have resistance training involved in it and that you can be consistent with. And as long as you can continue to progress in lifting heavier weights, going for longer, you can measure that progress somehow then you are likely doing the training modality that is good for you. And that might change throughout the years. You know, you might find yourself in different places and that's okay. Like I'm going to be doing some Ironman training. That's something that I haven't really done before. So it's going to look very different than my CrossFit training. So it's just knowing that you have to like what you're doing. So when it comes to choosing the right program, I want you guys to think about what you like doing when it comes to choosing how many days of work you, how many days you should be working out. I want you to think about what your goals are and how you're actually getting results from the current workload you're doing. And if you want to try and increase workload to get faster results. And then when it comes to the last thing is like, if you're looking to add on, maybe you are somebody that's like, Hey, I think I need to add in. So maybe your CrossFit gym is very aerobic bias. There's a lot of cardio workouts, but you don't get a lot of strength work in. You might want to be adding in some more strength focused work or some um, strength accessory fit focused work to keep you healthy, to work on those muscles, those smaller muscle groups, adding in some more of that bodybuilding to get you more of the aesthetics, but also keep you healthy for CrossFit. Um, that's where maybe adding on some things for the class programming might be helpful for you. But I always recommend first and foremost, optimizing your hour in the gym, making sure that you're getting the most out of everything. And this is a huge problem with CrossFitters is that there's that feeling of like, I got to save it for the Metcon or I got to save it for the strength. And you got to learn how to know what your body needs most of and prioritizing, making sure that you have enough in the tank to give what you need to, to that, that piece in that gym or that piece in that program. So it also could be a matter of you making sure that you're getting enough fueling in during your training that you might be bonking. If you are feeling like you burn out when it comes to the Metcon because you push so hard in the strength, you might need some intra workout carbs. And the last thing I want to talk about here is, um, that there's a difference between eat and neat. So eat meaning exercise activity thermogenesis and not exercise activity thermogenesis. And I think this is a big problem with CrossFitters in general is that they focus so much on how hard they push in the gym that they don't realize that what matters most for their overall uh, caloric expenditure has less to do with that, you know, 20, 30 minute workout, 10 minute workout sometimes, and more to do with their overall energy expenditure throughout the day. And I think that this lends to be something that people forget as part of the 
the CrossFit program is that we should be doing things outside of the gym. We should be living an active life. And if you find yourself someone that's always sitting behind a desk, you might be missing the mark on this. And if you find that you are struggling with weight loss or you're not seeing the body composition changes, you might not actually need to do more working out. You might be getting enough workout in. You might need to be just doing more non-exercise related activity, more movement throughout your day, going for a walk. In fact, when I get off of here, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to shower and I'm going to call it a night. So, and then, and that's the, the last thing that I want to talk about, which is, I just mentioned showering and calling it a night is a lot of people focus so much on, are they working out enough? Are they getting enough intensity? Are they this and that? But they don't realize that when it comes to seeing changes in fitness, in in body composition, in fat loss, in building muscle, that stuff doesn't happen inside the gym. We do the work in the gym, but the changes that happen physiologically come from our recovery from what we're doing in the gym. So if you're pouring all this energy into your hour a day, and then you're not sleeping, you're not dialing in your nutrition, you're running around like crazy, you're, you know, just you're stressed all the time, you're missing the huge benefit of what you could be doing to optimize your results, which is focusing on the other hours outside of the gym. And this is hard because a lot of people have full-time jobs, they've got kids, they've got all these other things to do. And it's really easy to forget about how much your own physical well-being matters. Um, and it's why I'm actually doing a live training tomorrow on my Facebook group. We're going to talk about the power of saying no and empowering your eyes selves to like feel good about taking care of yourself. And that's not a bad thing because if you're going to put the work in the gym, you want to make sure that you're getting the most out of it. So a little bit on that today, uh, mostly about training and all that kinds of stuff. Uh, what I love about CrossFit guys and why I, I fully believe in CrossFit is guys, I love the fact that when I go to the gym, I'm not just thinking about boring isolation movements. I mean, I like doing that stuff sometimes, but I'm not chasing the burn. I love what it feels like to be able to achieve different things, like to hold splits in a, in a, in intervals or to lift heavier weight or to be able to, you know, do so many sets of unbroken pull-ups or, you know, whatever skill I'm developing right now, which honestly right now has got me in a funk because I can't do any of that stuff, but I love that stuff. And that's what makes me show up to CrossFit every week. So, um, you're, you might find that with CrossFit, with you training, you know, it's a little bit different. Whereas some people in like the bodybuilding world, they're training by adding more volume in like specific movement patterns, presses so that with CrossFit, you can get the same benefits. It just means that you have to understand that when you're focusing on a skill-based program, like CrossFit, you have to make sure that you're choosing the right scaling for those movements to ensure you're getting the right muscle motor recruitment and getting the right benefit out of that. So, um, you know, like handstand pushups, perfect example. I can do dumbbell strict presses and as a bodybuilder, I can do strict handstand pushups. If you are only doing kipping handstand pushups because you are not capable of strict handstand pushups, you might want to take a step back and use some of the bodybuilding uh, strategies of strict, strict dumbbell presses, or even doing box strict handstand pushups to help develop that. You're going to get more of the shoulder pump and you're going to get obviously stronger for developing that skill as well. So that's it. That's all I got for you guys tonight. So all these, I mean, steady state cardio, Kenneth, yes. So steady state cardio, I, I like to call it zone two cardio is something that a lot of people don't realize the benefits for, uh, for many reasons in terms of recovery, um, central nervous system, kind of getting that, you know, brought back down. We focus so much on the intensity, um, and it honestly will help you get better because well, the goal of zone two cardio is it will, hopefully you'll be able to, so like when you first start doing it, it's like your heart rate's going to get jacked up really quickly, but 
over time, you'll be able to stay in faster paces and your heart rate will stay lower. So it gets you fitter. And I love that. And I'm going to kind of just go back and look at some of the other uh, questions on here. Um, hip thrust. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Y'all are hilarious. Um, jogging or jogging. I think it's a JSON. That's funny. Um, hilarious. Okay. Programmed rest between lifting sets necessary. I usually cut that time in half because I feel like I'm wasting time. Okay. Kenneth's question is uh, about time between lifts. It depends on the goal. Okay. So if your goal is to maximize your strength, then you should be lifting, lifting the two to three sets. However, you don't have to do nothing in those two to three minutes. If you're like me and you're like, I hate lifting. You want to just make sure you're giving your, your muscle group that you're working and your central nervous system a break from that long enough to recruit the same amount of intensity in your next set. So if you're not doing that, you're likely blunting a little bit of your strength. Now, if your goal is mostly just building muscle, getting like more aesthetically changes, doesn't really matter that much. Um, but what you can do is if you want to maximize strength and you get tired of resting for two to three minutes, um, I will usually do something uh, that's not relevant to the muscle group I'm working as an accessory movement. So like for today, uh, I'm in the middle of a small loft squat cycle and it is getting brutal. <laughs> um, it's four days a week. It is the full th small loft and like today was four by nines. And um, and every week the work with the weight is going up. So I wasn't going to use my legs during that period. But what I did was I also had some accessory upper body work to do for my shoulder. So I did that while I was resting. So I was kind of multitasking a little bit. It's not the best, but it's still giving my my legs a little bit of a break to kind of recover a little bit. So but yeah, guys, that's all I got tonight. A little bit of training talk for you all. Um, if you guys want in on my live trainings, feel free to show me, send me a message um, and I'll get you in on those tomorrow. Like I said, week one, we talked about uh, nutrition. Week two, we talked about reverse dieting. Uh, like I said, tomorrow we're gonna be talking a little bit about empowerment, getting guys used to saying no, because I think that that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. And when you learn to do that, you honestly feel a lot better and you can make a lot better decisions for yourself. Um, and I forget, oh, next week we're going to be talking about meal prep and some things people go wrong, people do wrong. So, uh, looking forward to it guys. So I'm a little early and I've been doing these on Tuesday mornings, but I felt good tonight. So I want to jump on here and do it tonight. So, um, happy Monday. See y'all soon.